27 minutes after five. Got another couple songs there because Paul and I were still rehashing from the Flakes Giving promotion Friday and Saturday. To all the volunteers, we didn't get a thank you in person. We sure thank you for coming out because it's the people, it's the delivery drivers, it's the kid that moved boxes, it's the guys in the trucks moving boxes, uh, it's the folks putting buns in baskets that make that whole thing go. I told Paul there was a... Uh, there were a couple derogatory comments on Facebook that somebody tagged me in. And uh, everything comes back to this. We're a radio station. If you listen to the radio station, you'll know how it works. That's it. Just plain and simple. If you messaged us Saturday morning about getting a box, not how it works. At 9.30? Yeah. No, and I had, I had double-digit messages on the control room phone uh, Friday evening, Saturday morning. But those folks didn't listen to the radio station. So I can't help you. Made a little bit of a change. And if you were down there, you saw about uh, location and coming out of the trucks a little differently. Uh, I don't know the lady's name that was there with the Scarlets that was helping us put boxes in vehicles for the deliveries. But you're not hired. You're drafted. And oh. you you can never leave us. Because yep. she she did an awesome job she did. and kept everybody back so we didn't have people in the way of the cars. You didn't have kids getting out by the cars. And that was a pretty uh, pretty well-oiled machine. Well, it's just so refreshing to, to ask them to do something then <laughs> and have them say okay right. and do it. Right. I mean, it was great. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I do know, actually. Oh, funny. Well, basically could not ask for any better weather, and uh, God, the next 10 days are looking good, too. I had a couple people on Friday know enough about the personalities involved, asking me about why certain things get done a certain way and why this and why that. And somebody said, well, why don't you do this? I said, you know what? That is a great idea. And you know who would love to hear that? Paul would love to hear that. (laughs) 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 And they just looked at me and smiled. I said, look, this is how we do it, okay? <laughs> Probably not perfect, but this is how we do it. Also got a chance to talk to uh, the Metro people about the ticket prices for Morgan Wallen. Those numbers come from Morgan Wallen's people. And I went to, uh, I haven't looked all around the Metro website this morning, but there was a, uh, there's three levels of VIP packages, VIP one, two, and three premium VIP lounge experience, uh, one standing ticket in an exclusive VIP section of the GA pit or one reserved seat in the first row behind the GA pit. Go on a guided tour and hear from the people that bring Morgan Wallen show to life each night. Group photo on stage. Invitation to the Dangerous Sessions VIP lounge. A personalized autographed item from Morgan Wallen. Tour poster laminate, uh, tour merchandise shopping before the door opens, dedicated entrance, one site VIP team. I don't know what they cost because they're all sold out, all three of them. And I don't know how many they had, but I know they were pricey. And folks, what that tells me, concerts are just going to be getting more expensive because now that they see people will pay it, depending on the artist, uh, I want to say ninety nine seventy five. Whoa! Yeah, yeah, and that's before you start buying. I don't know what beers are now—six or seven bucks—and 
food or if you go out to dinner before. Well, I know this is going to surprise people, but I can't I can't figure it out how to run it on the website. So if you're going, it's going to be spendy. And if not, then it won't be. Gosh, you're pricing people out. Of course, I don't know. Look like the Price is Right had quite a few people there. Yes, and they had to pay to get down on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our friend Sandy Smollett got up on stage and she got to spin the wheel. She it, did? Yeah. And it landed on 85 cents. And so she, oh, I'll just stand right there. So the gal that was spinning against her spun it once, got 65, spun it again for 35. Reminded you, you getting beat by the gal the, with the, 11 card 21. I know. <laughs> I'm surprised Sandy wasn't able to work her way into the final prize round. <laughs> we were both surprised. At yeah. And uh, Price is Right was also in Great Falls. because A lot of my Facebook friends were at the one in Great Falls, too. So. Over the weekend? Yeah. Well, also, they got they have multiple shows or something that travel around? I would No, I would guess it was the same show. One show Friday night, one show Saturday. Oh, 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 I see, I see. I got a bunch of crap I see from people. Uh, from the game, Montana's premier college football program. Okay, look, you guys are one and four yes. in the last five years against the Cats, all right? Exactly. So can we play the games first before we start handling the Super Bowl trophy out? Mm-hmm. Now, I'll tell you, your team looked really good. Yeah. So there, unlike you that would never say that about the Bobcats, your team looked really good. Your defense was stifling in that game. So if the Grizz play like that, they got a chance to make it to the championship. There. How do you like that? But you are one and four. So against them in the last five years. Right. It doesn't bother me. You, you know, and, and um it's it's a big event for people. Uh I get it. And uh, it just doesn't it just doesn't consume me like it consumes other people. That event, I'm, I'm the same way. How could you not be cat or grizz? How how is that even possible? Yeah, I mean it, it doesn't just it's not the one day a year that I look forward to. No. Um. the The day I look forward to is January the 25th. <laughs> you mean the one that's 64 days away? Yes, that one. <laughs> but um, and 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 a lot of it is because of my upbringing, and I can't yeah I can't change that, but. I was always part of the Ohio State Michigan right. uh, rivalry, right. or um, or something like that. Um, which, if you've ever experienced one of those before, uh, it, it's indescribable. And see, I attended classes at the University of Montana in 1985. I like how you said that. I attended classes <laughs> briefly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like that, Wilson. Mm. That's nice. College might not be my bag, mm. but I used to go to games uh, at the old Dorn Blazer Stadium, which was just bleachers set up with the old track where they had the had their their track and field events. And this is back mid eighties, and they didn't fill Dorn Blazer Field. So what you're seeing now is a product of good marketing and pumping up the brand of Grizz and Bobcat football. And making these these home games a big event now, much like a pro game, but it's like going to a Seahawks game with the twelfth man. Party weekends, party weekends. Yeah, we didn't have the tailgaters. No, no, no. Back Not, in eighty five. No. And you can say anything you want about some play or some player that you've ever seen at Washington Grizzly Stadium. I want to say he was kicking for Northern Arizona, and it was one of the Zendejas brothers. 
and two or three of them ended up kicking for teams in the NFL. And during warm-ups, I watched this guy consistently put 70-yard field goals through the uprights. Yeah, for me, uh, for me, it's it's not it's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, for others, it, it's it's all that matters, folks. If you don't think branding and advertising works, there's a perfect example. It's like Harley Davidson. It's like Corvette. And there's a Corvette poster that I love, and it's a silhouette of a '63 split window Corvette. You could just make out what it what it is, and on the poster it says Corvette because they don't write songs about Volvos. <laughs> That's right. And Bobby Houck, he had to win that game. Yes, he did. Had to win it. Had to win it. That was a must win for him. Even though they tell you it's not a must win, it's a must win. So that went on without a hitch. Weather was good. No traveling problems for folks. That was a blessing. Tragedy in Waukesha, Wisconsin yesterday. Uh, Latest total, five people dead, 40 hurt um, when a vehicle sped through. The barrack. I don't know why they still use the SUV thing. Uh, SUVs are no more deadly than any other car out there. No. In fact, a lot of them are more protective. You have a better chance of surviving an accident in an SUV than you do a Prius or something like that. Right. But uh, they always use it. Anyway, Christmas parade broke through the barrier and uh, was awful. We still, they got a suspect. They have a suspect. We still don't know. We still don't know the name of the suspect, any of his background, where he came from, who he is, his ethnicity, nothing about that suspect. And in folks, 48 hours, 48 hours after Rittenhouse defended himself at a riot in Kenosha, Wisconsin, they already had murder charges against him already filed in court within 48 hours. Isn't that something? Within 48 hours. No toxicology reports, no official causes of death yet, uh, no autopsies done yet on any of the... Vi- none of that. And in 48 hours, they already had charges, murder charges filed against him. That's unprecedented. This one, they're releasing no information. Now, in their defense, there may be a much larger scale investigation into this and they don't want to hamper uh that investigation by giving anybody else a tip off that they're after them if they may have helped coordinate that effort i get it but it just seems strange especially with our media the way they are now uh you got to feel for those people go to a holiday parade and then have something like that happen it's awful can't let your guard down we're, we're always vulnerable. That's the truth. We always will be. That's why border security is so important. Everything is so important. Um, article today, the Pope's back in the news. The Pope is praising young people, encouraging everybody that we need to protect the environment. Uh, Pope Francis needs to protect young boys from priests in the Catholic Church. That's what he needs to concentrate on. Here, here. That's what he's for. He needs to protect our young kids and our young children who are involved in Catholicism from being molested and sexually abused by people within his church. That should be his number one priority, not the environment, not the environment. And a lot of people think that's a little harsh, but it's the truth. Did anybody, I got a question for you folks out there. Maybe you can fill me in because 
I've been kind of uh, removed from some of this stuff over the weekend after Thanksgiving and everything. But did anybody hear any of the results from Joe Biden's physical on Friday? Did he uh, take any cognitive tests, uh, blood work, um, anything like that? I know we pardoned a couple turkeys. Uh, I know he did that. If I'm ever elected president, we're not pardoning turkeys. We're eating them. I didn't hear anything about it. I'm sure that it will come out. He's in great shape. Uh, his He remains fit for duty. Fit for duty. Well, no crap. Did you mm-hmm. expect anything else? The man can't even put a sentence together, folks. He lo- he doesn't even know where he's at at a press conference. He loses his thought process. He he he, and he is absolutely fit for duty. I'd like to have him come in. I'd ask him a few questions. I'd love to ask him a few questions and see if he's fit for duty. Something that every president should know. Like I like I mentioned last week. You think he knows what the capital of Canada is? I bet he doesn't. But, uh, yeah, fit for duty. Mm-hmm. Mildly decreased <clears throat> heat and cold sensation in both feet. Mm-hmm. I don't know what these are. Areas of lentigo and actinic changes. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's got allergies. Yeah. Yeah, I know he, he does. I, I can tell you what he's allergic to. Presidents are not required to publicly release the results of their annual exams. No, they're not. But how come that wasn't brought up when Trump always took his? Because he wasn't fit. Remember, he was never fit. No. These new people uh, are the worst thing for our country. Just like the Rittenhouse trial. They all predetermined and made their judgment, and they weren't even at the trial. Mm-mm. They all... I, I, I'm gonna, I might write about that today. Um, we should have let... The news anchors around the country, MSNBC and ABC, we should have let them. We should let them from now on just determine people's guilt. I mean, why even have a jury trial? Mm-hmm. They can determine it. After all, like Joe Scarborough, he said he went downtown looking to shoot people and shot sixty times indiscriminately at people. That's not true. He shot three. He was three for three. Uh, Joe Biden should be sued. For his comments when he was a private citizen and called him a white supremacist. That's slander. Uh, He did that before he was even nominated for the president. He was still a private citizen. He ought to be sued. This kid's going to sue. He should sue all of them. So, I, you know, my question is, how should we now determine people's guilt? Since you don't like the justice system, since you don't like the court of law, you don't like a jury. Should we just let media pundits and your TV cameras And your morning shows determine who is guilty and who isn't. Is that the justice system that you want? Hmm? Look at party affiliation. Is that what you want? Keep in mind there were 18 jurors at that trial. And then after that, he had to pick 12 out of a hat to determine his fate. Mm -hmm. They didn't know which one of those were going to be asked to determine it. So, um. 12. He had to pick 12. <laughs> well, let me read you a little headline from MSNBC. Kyle Rittenhouse trial was designed to protect white conservatives who kill. Exactly. Oh, my God. That's Yeah, see? White conservatives who kill. They, they said it was racially motivated. Not one, not one person of color was involved in that shooting. I, 
I've been trying to figure out how they're trying to spin that all weekend because that's not in there. If there were any racial uh, implications in that at all, it would be what the people who were chasing him that were going to kill him were yelling at him. Mm-hmm. That word is not allowed anywhere in America anymore. And they were yelling that at him, telling him, you stop and you stop and and we're going to kill you. And it's all there. It was all in the trial. All there. MSNBC should determine guilt. They should determine guilt. Now they weren't they weren't too quick to jump they weren't too quick to jump to conclusions when Matt Lauer was sexually assaulting people in his office when he was the host of NBC's Today Show. That's right. Were they? Oh well, he's a good guy and we're just gonna let him go though. It's just blah blah blah. Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, Russia collusion. I mean, folks, really, you people make me sick out there that do that kind of stuff. The Democratic Party is so busy trying to rewrite history and trying to get it out of the history of the nation, how racist their party is and how how they were the segregationist. They're just trying to reverse and turn history around and they can't do it. That That's what's part of the critical race theory in school is to change the history, to, to teach it differently. They do not want people. You know what's interesting over the weekend and I don't even know what uh, what spurred me to do this. Um, I was watching something. Anyway, I started reading some, <clears throat> some things over the weekend about Frederick Douglass. And uh, Frederick Douglass was a black man, abolitionist, over here in the 1800s. This was one of the greatest men in American history. And um, first uh, black man in America, by the way, to get a vote for president of the United States back in the late 1800s, and uh, he was just such a remarkable man, uh, so far ahead of his time, who did nothing but fight the Democrat and the Democrat Party the whole time he was alive, uh, trying to establish freedoms for African Americans in this country, of which the Democrats constantly fought, and just found it absurd, and, and went among his own people, in the African-American community and and tried to prove to them that they had uh, the intellectual capacities to function in the society because the Democrats kept telling all of them that they could not. In fact, while I was reading about him, you know how, folks, you know how we remove all the names like the Washington Redskins and uh, we're, we're tearing down Abraham Lincoln statues and Thomas Jefferson, but yet the Democratic Party can still remain it's such a vile term that has been around for centuries that stands for everything bad that ever happened early on in this country and whether you like that or not it's the truth and so as i read on i read by the uh, and i was reading about frederick Douglass, uh late 1800s 1880s uh this 15 20 years after the civil war the governor of florida his name was, uh, I believe it was Napoleon Bauer, Broward. You know, Broward County. Right. Democrat governor, Florida. Ku Klux Klan member in Florida tried to put forth a motion with the Democrat Party and the Democrat support to send the African slaves that had come over here uh, who were born African-American. He wanted to send them all back to Africa since slavery was defeated. And uh, the Republicans 
one after the Civil War. Freedoms were granted. Rights were granted. He started a movement to send them all back. And they still have Broward County down in Florida. They still have that county named after that governor. That governor. And that is a huge Democrat stronghold in Florida. Mm -hmm. Broward County. Now they know the history of the governor. I know it. I read it. It's right there. But yet it's still Broward County, isn't it? But yet we, we try to remove Lincoln High School out in California or Jefferson High School somewhere. You got a history behind your party and you got to own it. And this transformation that you're trying to persuade people in America, change history, change education, so we don't know the true history of your party. Look, I, I have said this before. Ask yourself this question. Who is the real, who is the real racist party out there? Because that people hate that word. But when you have a party like the Democrats that tell people, the only reason you're poor, the only reason you're uneducated, the only reason you can't hold a job, the only reason you live in bad neighborhoods is because of the color of your skin, that's racist. Mm-hmm. Everybody else thinks, no, no, they, they do have the intellectual capacity to function in our society. They think if you're colored in this country, no matter what color it is, that you don't. And that's why they step in to help you. You tell me. He was a brilliant man. Brilliant man. And now this, uh, this media thing about Rittenhouse. Folks, the right to defend yourself in the United States of America has been around way before the Constitution was even put in place in mm-hmm. 1789. This was, this was put in place way before that. Anytime a human being in this country is threatened, you have the right to protect yourself. That's been around way before our country was even established. If somebody threatens to harm you, you have the right to defend yourself. If somebody threatens to kill you, you have the right to defend yourselves or beat you or anything else. You have the right to defend yourself in this country. I listened to some of those prosecuting attorneys that were going after him, telling him some, the one told him sometimes in this world, you just have to take a beating. (laughs) And you know what? He's wrong. You don't. No one should ever have to take a beating. No one. You have the right to defend yourself. Look, when somebody's running after you with a gun, and pointing it at you and yelling slurs at you and telling you, I'm going to kill you. Are you supposed to give them the benefit of the doubt? If, if somebody had a gun in Joe Scarborough's home and said, I'm going to kill you. Um, what do you think he would do? You think he's going to try to call the police for help? Or is he going to give him the benefit of the doubt? You know, mm-hmm. you know, you know what we all would do. Once you take away a human being's right to defend themselves and protect their life, it's over. So anybody can walk up to you and shoot you, beat you, hit you, mug you, steal from you. Sorry, sometimes you just have to take a beating. If those people were mad, they should be mad at the prosecutors in that case. That's who they should be mad at. Uh, If it was such a cut and dry case, how come two of the most brilliant Democrat prosecutors out there couldn't get it prosecuted? That was a big story Friday. Somebody came up, Flakesgiving, told me about that. And I thought, oh, boy, here we go. Um, and so what did they do? They rioted in Portland. 
<laughs> Makes perfect sense. That's what it? they do out there. Mm-hmm. Portland, you know, they just pa- they just pass the deal where they need more police, more money, mm-hmm. and that's what we do. We let people burn, we, folks. We have got to get back to a country of laws. I agree, and we have to enforce our laws and reestablish the authority of law. You can't let people steal California. You're allowed to steal as long as it's under $900. You got to let them go. Walk into an apartment store, steal what you want. Listen to this. 80 thieves ransacked department store in San Francisco. Ran in there, merchandise, they left. Um, Smash windows, ran to waiting cars, took off. We have to reestablish our society. You cannot be a lawless society. No. We, we, who in the hell, these mayors and governors, they can let, they, they tell people, let them go through the streets, let them burn, let them loot, let them destroy the city and let them move on. Folks, we are not that kind of a civil society. You cannot let that happen in America. If anything, we need to establish a more vigilant law against criminals and crime in this nation, period. End of story. Stamp it out. We let them run through the streets and steal and smash windows and burn cars and destroy our cities and our public buildings. And we have, and these are all cities that are run by liberals, and we let them do it. What kind of sane society does that? We don't even protect our borders. The only country in the world that does not protect our borders is the United States. What kind of sane country does that? We have to reestablish that. Law and order law and order and not only that establish the respect for it we have rules you have to obey them like the person who was driving down mailbox road yesterday in a vehicle with license plate e6850 <laughs> that passed on a double yellow line on mailbox road again and guess who happens to have the video of it oh nice i do of the car and fortunately no one was killed uh fortunately no other cars were coming over the crest of those hills but i happened to see the car with license plate e as an edward 6850 <laughs> and it pissed me off so much if i'd have been in something faster i'd have tracked him down and i would have held him there for law enforcement these are the kind of things that we have to reestablish: a nation of law and order we're a better society for it. And um, till we do that, there's my there's my dinner I made last night. Well, that's a good-looking burger. Oh, yeah. I mean, John had burgers last night. and um, But uh, we really do, folks. And uh, let's see here. We also have to establish work ethic in this country again. I watched last night a special on uh on the history channel uh about the hoover dam and and different from all the other hoover dams was the guy behind the hoover dam the main engineer and how he did it uh and the people of this country during the depression when it set in they needed that project anyway but hundreds of thousands of people you know uh lost millions actually uh 15 million people lost their jobs like within a week in the country and uh None, not one of those people 
wanted any welfare or charity. They all wanted work. They got they packed up their belongings. They walked across America to get jobs. They didn't. There was no. You know, they had soup kitchens. That mm-hmm. was about it. But they wanted to work. We don't have people here that want to work. We've got 11 million open jobs in America. Why aren't they filled? Why aren't these people? Look, we all know people. We see it during Thanksgiving. We all know people who are disabled and and have some uh, impairments that prevent them from that. And by God, we have the right and should have uh, the obligation to take care of those people. But for able-bodied people, there is no excuse no. with all the jobs that are open. None. Zero. And these people worked and worked and worked. We have to reestablish work ethic in America. We have to establish our, our rule of law and uh, get back to those building blocks uh, that, that made our nation great. We, we need somebody to do that for us. We need somebody to lead the way. Uh, fiscal responsibility. I get so mad. You know, all these new bills and budgets and things and these things these people are passing that are going to cost us trillions and trillions of dollars spiking inflation. I mean, well, how do we ever recover from that as a nation? Paying illegal immigrants $450,000 if they were separated at the border? 450000 each? And yet, if you die for America, your family gets 100000 Shouldn't be that way. Man. Speaking of work ethic, folks, I got to tell you, down at uh, down at Flakes Gaming, we had a bunch of great kids down there uh, that help. Kids from Joliet, Laurel, Huntley, uh, they were all out there working. And uh, there were two girls in particular that stacked all those boxes in the truck. Two, and they were girls, mm-hmm. two of them. And they were there Saturday. In fact, uh, Chris, the guy that helps them from Albertsons, he offered them both jobs. Oh, nice. Yeah, he offered them both jobs. Great workers. I, I just, it just, I was so happy to see those girls work like that. I love hardworking people, and I just uh, was glad to see that. But um, did a great job in there. I did have a couple problems. I took a picture. I took a picture of the celery girls. <laughs> Mark, the celery girls were giving me a problem. Awful lot of talking going oh, on in yeah. that corner. Oh, yeah. Let's see. I got them right here. One, two, three, four. I got five of them. All, I got all the celery girls there. They were a problem. <laughs> they were a problem. Not getting the celery in the box. I had to chew their butt quite a bit. And then uh, probably one of the one of the largest, biggest strongest people down there uh was uh was brady goldie he was down there he came down with the huntley and you know what he was doing mark i I was there when that happened (laughs) he was putting the gravy packs in the boxes not the corn no the gravy packs that weigh probably about two ounces a pack Mm mm-hmm he was standing back behind the line putting the gravy packs in there. And I got wind of that. <laughs> that was the end of that. I recall. What are you doing? <laughs> putting gravy packs. I moved him back over, you know, moved him back over to the truck. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. You got to keep an eye on him. But we had a good crew down there. Everything went well. And. Another big story today, too, uh, in the paper, folks. I, I don't know what to tell you here anymore about all this COVID stuff. 
Uh, Dr. Fauci was in front of all the news cameras again yesterday. You know, Dr. Fauci, our infectious disease expert who changes his mind every day. Now they authorize booster shots on Friday for everybody 18 and older. So if you have two shots already, now they say you've been cleared for another booster. And Dr. Fauci said this. He said, hopefully, these booster shots. Now, this is what, hopefully, that's that's what you like out of your doctor when you go in. You like him to you, you like him to use words like maybe and possibly and hopefully. Hopefully, this booster now will be strong enough that supplemental shots are not needed every six to twelve months. Hopefully, hopefully, folks, from here on out, you are not going to need a COVID-19 booster every six to 12 months. That's what he said. We would hope, and this is something that we're looking at very carefully, that this third shot will boost your way up and increase the durability so that you will not necessarily need it every six months or a year. Every six months or a year, go back, get another COVID shot. And that that's what they're saying right now. And, and that could change. Oh, we think it's every three months. So it's mm-hmm. every two months. Mm-hmm. So, um, and the more they do that, the more they do that, the more pl- places like Billings Clinic, the government, they're going to come out and they'll mandate not only the vaccine, they'll start mandating the booster shots every six months to stay working. Well, of course. Why wouldn't they? They do that. They're going to lose millions more. Mm-hmm. People aren't going to keep injecting this stuff into their body every six months do a year. Not going to do it. At, at least when you get the flu shot, the flu shot changes every year. Right. It's a different variety of the flu. Um, but I thought that was very important that people should know that. Once again, they changed. They've changed it. Uh, now they're telling people over 18 to get boosters. You know, I can guarantee you what's going to come in six months. They're going to they're gonna recommend kids 5 to 11 get another booster. Well, of course. And keep in mind, we're heading into winter. So I don't know what to tell you there, folks. I really don't. Uh, good luck trying to navigate your way through that. So other than that, we got uh, some more money coming in today. We got to wrap up some loose ends. We got a big holiday week. We want all of you to have a blessed Thanksgiving week. Enjoy yourself and your family out there. Uh, be thankful for all the good things you got in this world because there's some real crap holes out there we're lucky to be living where we're at here here saw my uh saw my eye doctor down there at the uh, flakes giving talked to her a little bit told her i needed probably some new cheaters well paul come on down we'll check things out and i said yeah i know hey by the way um for you folks that are listening well, if you were listening, you would have known how to get your box anyway. 
But, um, you know, we had quite a few left over. And uh, so we sent hundreds, folks, hundreds of complete meals down to family services. So I think it would only be appropriate uh, if you didn't get one and you needed one to go down to family services and say, can I have one of the flakes boxes? Yeah, they got them. I mean, we, uh, we, do- we donated those. We raised the money for it. We put them together. Uh, the leftovers they're going to use to help their people out. But uh, I, think you, I think you should get one if you want one. Uh, not have to worry about things. Uh, I think that would be appropriate. Right. Because we filled them up. Yet uh, delivery demand was down this year. Mm-hmm. And people in line to get meals demand was down this year. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, one of the reasons may be the government has sent out so much money uh, in people with families you got three kids, you know, you're getting 300 bucks a kid per month. And so maybe people thought rather than go down, we'll just, while we're at the store, we'll just get our turkey. Yeah, could be. You know, could be. But uh, I know folks, they have hundreds and hundreds of meals down there. I'm telling you, hundreds, literally. Probably 400 plus that we gave them. Complete meals. Right. So, uh if you need something to eat this Thanksgiving, you should be able to get it. Right. No doubt. No doubt. 